The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof, this is episode 768. Those of you watching on YouTube will be coming out on Thursday, January 23rd, 2020. Those of you watching right now on Twitch, it is the day before, obviously, because you're watching it right now on Twitch. Being recorded live in front of a studio audience and Wolfie and sandstone and sand and cobblestone and all this other unnecessary miscellaneous uh, as we continue west towards the far lands like i said episode 768 and over at farlandsorbus.com we are raising money for pause the progressive animal welfare society here in the seattle area and we're currently up to 484 dollars Thank you, everybody who has donated. Thank you, specific... Well, thank you, everybody, but specifically, Remy, you didn't have a question, but you did have a very generous donation. Thank you very much, Remy, for supporting the Farlines Robust Charity Fundraiser. Much appreciated indeed. Of course, Pause. Pause is where uh, I adopted Juno from. My Australian cattle dog, Juno, came from a Pause rescue. But they also do cat rescuing, dog rescue, but also wild animal uh, rescue, rehabilitation of injured, orphaned, sick wild animals uh, in the region. So uh, a fantastic cause, and I think one that directly aligns, obviously, with the Far Lands or Busts community and, and, and world. And uh, I do appreciate the continued support. Farlandsabus.com. Uh, I I, I kind of jimmied around uh, the layout a bit on the Farlandsabus.com. I put those donate links a lot higher on the page, so they're very obvious and easy to see. So you can get to donating right away. Right, Wolfie? What the heck happened to Wolfie? Hello? There he is. <laughs> you dingus. <laughs> Speaking of lost and injured animals, <laughs> this, this Dorcas... This Dorcas right here. Indeed. Uh, speaking of Juno, we got a donation. I'm just going to jump right into the donation questions, and then maybe we'll have story time after. Gather round! Uh, whoa! Tord asks, with their donation, Is there any connection between Juno, the NASA space probe, and Juno the dog? A direct connection between Juno the NASA space probe that is currently orbiting and studying Jupiter and Juno the dog. That's because that's where I got the name from for Juno. Because I was, back in 2011, I was present at the launch of the Juno spacecraft from Cape Canaveral in Florida as part of their, uh, their NASA social that was happening for that. I was there during the two-day event. I, I documented it. In, in what rudimentary way that I could, I had just started YouTubing not a few months before, 
and then I think it was a July is when the, 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 the NASA social was. So I did what little I could to document. I didn't record the launch or anything like that, but... Uh, but yeah, went there, saw the spacecraft up close, and then watched it... Watched it launch! Leave, leave this Earth for Jupiter. And of course it has since arrived at Jupiter and is studying it. Um, it has, it has made a few, has made a few, uh, incantations have been made in Minecraft on, uh, originally the, the Mindcrack server I built, a Juno spacecraft, and then on my fan Patreon server, there's a couple, there's been a couple Junos, um, and I just thought it was a, 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 a good name that, that meant something, um, that meant something to me, but also, like, it was a nice, it's a good dog name. You don't know many, many dogs named Juno. Uh, people here in Seattle confuse it with Juneau, the Alaskan city, um, which is understandable. But no, it's Juno, J-U-N-O, not however Juno is spelled. Um, also could be confused with the... The Ellen Page movie, I suppose, but no, Juno is the the goddess uh, who was married to Jupiter and uh, was kind of sick of all his crap <laughs> and was the kind of the, the the goddess of goddesses, like the top 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 goddess uh, in mythology, uh, which was you know it means something. I don't know specifically the NASA acronym for Juno. Um, I, it, it does spell out to something, as, as all NASA acronyms tend to do, um, but it's an appropriate name for that, obviously. I think there is also a moon called Juno, one of like the minor moons of, of Jupiter, um, or an asteroid. Is there an asteroid I'm seeing in chat? Oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, they, they tend to run out of Greek and Roman mythological names to to give to certain objects in space so um i'm sure it's more than just that but jupiter near polar orbiter ah so it's j-u-n-o jupiter near polar orbiter is what juno it is a backronym i'm sure they came up with the name and then made the words fit uh later on but yeah, that good, good, good catch there, Tord. Good, good catch. I was also like between series uh, for for a, a female dog name. If it was a male dog, Fenrir was pretty high on the list. But uh, but yeah, gotta gotta keep it nerdy and dorky, and and Juno stuck. Uh, Tord, you had a second question. Which space object outside the orbit of Jupiter would you like to see explored next? Well, I mean, for that you're including Saturn. I, I, I think maybe you should also say outside the orbit of Saturn. <laughs> but, I mean, because if it's Saturn, then yeah, we need those Saturn moons explored a bit more, landed on. And we do, we are going to have the Europa Clipper. Um, Outside of that, I would like to see, like, Cassini-style missions around Neptune or Uranus. Ones that 
go to the destination, study the planet itself, but then also study the many, many moons, because there are many, many moons around those planets as well. And we've never really visited them outside the Voyager program. We just kind of flew by them and we're like, neat, and then just kept on going. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to study them, even if they're not perhaps as interesting or interesting, uh, I suppose, important to the solar as a system, the system solar <laughs> as it's known, um, not as important as say Jupiter and Saturn are. Uh, specifically. They're kind of just leftover remnants, but I think that would be very interesting. We might learn something about some of the moons there that we didn't know. Perhaps are even more tantalizing than, than Europa or Enceladus. Who knows? So yeah, those would be my ideas. I mean, Pluto is very interesting too. Um, it is. It's just not easy to get to. <laughs> and also I don't think as much could be learned about it that would inform us about our own planets and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say the the outer gas giants and their com companions would be a good good place to be. And certainly we could have the budget to do that if if we would just choose it. Ooh, look at this big old mountain coming up. Suddenly the sun disappears. Indeed. Uh, I got a few more questions here, but keep those donations coming in because I am running out of questions. Pretty much every episode I go through the questions of people who have donated. Uh, there's a little comment field, woo, when you donate to pause. Just put it there and I'll be able to read it. If you want me to refer to you as something, make sure to put your username or something in there too. Otherwise I'll put you as anonymous because you might forget to put yourself as anonymous and I'll show like your real name or whatever and I don't want to go real naming people. All right, this is, yeah, this is quite a cliff, cliff face here that I can't seem to, to travel around here. Perhaps we can travel through it. Nah, that's probably a bad idea, actually, as well. Here we go, this way. Oh, but I do need to sleep. Oh, jeez. Oh, this is a bad place. Wolfie, don't hurt yourself on the leaves, please. All right, we got this figured out. We're going, we're backtracking a little bit, but safety first. Safety fourth. Elevated hidey hole. And bed and sleep. And awakeness. And continuing on. And a cliff faceness. Good gravy. Good googly moogly. Yeah, that would have been bad to try to go up and around and over. It's up past the, the cloud layer. Tyler, thank you for the donation. And this question, do you hike around? If so, have you been to Poo Poo Point in Issaquah? Ah, <laughs> uh, point. Uh, <laughs> I also recommend Rattlesnake Ledge down south if you ever have the time. Optional question, I remember you mentioned you listen to more sad music. Do you listen to Radiohead by any chance? Ah, <laughs> oh, 
What a default. What a default. Oh, sad music. So, like, Radiohead? <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoy the, the head, Radiohead. Um, I enjoy the head. I should not have said those words in that way. Uh, I enjoy Radiohead. Uh, I haven't listened to them that much recently, I suppose. They, they really haven't come out with much new. But uh, I just did read some. I don't have any of the information, but that, like, they're, they're putting up their entire discography, like, on their website? Probably not for free, but I don't know. There was something about that that I read that I, I just saw, like, a headline about, but I didn't really see anything, because I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of their early stuff is still owned by, like, the labels they were with before they went to their own label, I guess, kind of, or not. I don't know. Um, but yes, I, the Radiohead is good. Um, do you hike around? I do hike quite frequent. Well, quite frequently as in, like, when it's nice out. I haven't been hiking. That's maybe another reason I'm feeling blah. But yeah, it's been all bad, bad hiking weather around here lately. Uh, I have not done Poo Poo Point. Rattlesnake Ledge. I think I've done Rattlesnake Ledge. I think. I think I did a Snake Ledge. Hold on. I need to really quickly... Speaking... Here, let's just watch Wolfie gallivant around. What is that? Oh, it's a cow. Um, let me let me check my hiking app to see what trails I have completed. At least since I've gotten this history. Um, completed. Little Psy. Squawk Mountain. Uh, Bullet. Coal Mine. Bullet. Um, Wagon Road. Franklin Falls. Carbon Trail. Heart Lake. Lime Kiln. Rattlesnake Ledge! Yes, I did do Rattles. Oh, that's the one! Yeah, 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 I did that. That's the one where you go up to a ledge. And it's kind of spooky because you're just like on an open, exposed rock overlooking lakes and stuff. And if you take one small step, it's uh, 400 feet down to the bottom. Um, I'm mostly nervous about other people in those situations. I don't want to be around when somebody else falls off that thing or anything, really. Um, but yes, I have done Rattlesnake, but not... Poo-poo. Um, well, a good one I did was Bear... Ah, uh, jeez. Oh, what is that one called? Um, hold on. We're, we're just doing a, a history... Oh, you know what? Bear... Was it Bearhead? Yeah, Bearhead. That was a rough and long one. And it was very warm that day. But from Bearhead, you get a very cool view of Mount Rainier and just the surrounding area. Um, there were a lot of bugs and flies, and I posted stuff to my Instagram because Juno just tries to eat them <laughs> out of the sky, which was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, Bearhead was a lot of climbing, and it was very long, and it was very warm that day too. So that that's probably one of the more difficult ones I've done. That's just like a constant constant slog upwards, but it was very rewarding for the spot you end up on. It was also tough to get to. There's like a three-mile very bad not-road 
to get there. That if you don't have any sort of... If you have a, a standard car, you're going to be bottoming out quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I do hike around. I try to as much as possible. Thank you for the recommendations and the question. Capybara Cosmonaut is back with another donation and asking, what is the smallest car you have been able to sit in comfortably? Any small car you could not fit in that you really wish you could? Um, smallest car I could sit in comfortably. Well, the smallest car I own has probably been the Corolla, the 77 Corolla. Um, I fit in it for, for like use of the pedals and whatnot. I could, I could, I would do wish the seat would go back like another inch or two. Um, and I'm sure I could remount it if I really wanted to. Um, I'm pretty sure I would have a tough time in a Subaru Brat. Just because the seat doesn't go back any further than... Because it's a truck. It, it's got no... There's nowhere for it to go but the, the back of the cab. Uh, and, and I suppose similarly other old mini trucks would be difficult for me. Um, I, I don't know if I even fit in a, in a 240Z, 260Z, 280Z. As much as I like and would like one of those, even though as of now, the, the increased price of those makes it so that I never will. Um, I'm not even sure if I fit. I probably do, but I'm not even sure if, if I at six foot two would fit. I guess I don't specifically like very small cars, like sports cars and things. I should have asked at Radwood if I could sit in somebody's cappuccino. Um, just to like show ZK whether or not I would fit in a cappuccino. That might be rough news. <laughs> uh, I might be able to fit, but it's possible that maybe my head sticks above the roof line, uh, the convertible roof line. Um, but at the same time, I'm not, I wouldn't want one of those. Um, and I'm not really into race cars, sports cars that tend to be small and cramped. Um, I, I like some room. I don't know, a mini? I'm pretty sure I sat in a, uh, uh, one of the new Fiat 500s at a car show. And I, I fit, you know, they're modern, they tend to make room for that, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I guess I haven't explored the wide breadth of, of possibilities out there of automobiles. Like, I fit technically in, in the Chevy Cavalier, but it wasn't comfortable. <laughs> That's another thing I do wish it gave me more room. It wasn't comfortable, but then again, it was also the base model, most base interior seat and everything. Uh, so it wasn't meant to be comfortable. <laughs> it was meant to be cheap. Um, but yeah, I fit, I fit-ish in the Corolla, I guess. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's the sort of thing that I'll have to, I'll have to find out when I find out if I like test drive an old car that I might want. Be like, whoop, I guess I don't fit. So, sorry. <laughs> 
the SVX was very comfortable. Ah, jeez. That scared the bejeebus out of me. Good gravy. Um, yeah, the SVX was plenty of room. Very wide seats. I wish there was maybe a little bit more bolstering, but it's not really a sports car, so didn't really need it. But, like, the arm... The thing I loved most was the armrests, both on the door and in the center console, were, like, exactly the same height and were just, like, perfect for me to both keep my hands on the wheel, but also rest my elbows. Which you'd be surprised isn't the case in many, many cars. Indeed. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, again, I also don't have like a list. These are the cars I want to own. Like there's cars I like and would be interesting to own. You know, an old first-gen Celica. Uh, you know, the older American cars, bigger cars. But I, I don't think too many of them are very small by definition or anything like that. I'm not into, like, Volkswagens. I mean, I suppose a, uh, um, ah, jeez, what are they called? The Volkswagen that actually looks good. Uh, a, uh, it's got a different name and everything. It's a, um, ah, jeez. Ah, uh, Carmen Ghia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, those are really cool looking. Like, those are what I would consider to be, a, like, a good-looking <laughs> Volkswagen. But, uh, I don't... That that could be one I might not be able to fit in, to be honest. Oh, I don't have any dirt. What happened to all my dirt? Ah. Spooky sheep. Sideways hidey hole. All right, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And... Awakeness. Ah! So many sheep. Yoink. Yoink. Boink, boink. So, that's, that's it for the questions, so please, farlinesandbus.com, donate, ask questions, help out uh, animals in need. Aminals! I will say that uh, I didn't watch it, nor did I have any specific information, although everything seems to have gone as planned, but SpaceX successfully did the Crew Dragon uh, mid-in-flight abort launch. Uh, test uh, a couple days ago where they launched a Falcon 9 with the Crew Dragon on top and then they simulate as if there's a problem and the the crew abort uh, sequence takes over and the capsule safely flies away. Um, this one doesn't have, it's not, you know, like the old Saturn uh, five, you know, the Apollo capsule or anything like that, which had like escape towers, and even Soyuz has an escape tower. This one is like its own built-in Draco thrusters, I think they're called. Um, but yeah, that happened, and I've seen some video, and uh, it separates after the engines cut out, and then the uh, the whole rocket 
very dramatically exploded in the sky because it didn't have its aerodynamics anymore and stuff. Um, and then it safely parachuted down to the recovery team. So yeah, I think that that is like the final qualifying test before the SpaceX Dragon can start taking actual human passengers to the International Space Station. And I don't know if it's still the case, but they were talking about as early as March that could potentially happen. Um, so that could be neat. That That is kind of historic. It's It's been a while since a, a crude spacecraft has left American soil for the International Space Station or for space at all. Um, so that'll be good. What I don't understand, and you know I'm not I'm not like picking sides here or anything like that, but why doesn't Boeing need to qualify with the same test? Right? Because Boeing only just recently launched its Starliner capsule supposedly supposed to go to the International Space Station, but it ran into a problem and its thrusters um, mixed up the time timing and uh, it was unable to actually get into an ISS orbit. Um, but then I was hearing like they're still investigating that and they haven't given the go-ahead, but I was I, I heard that like, oh no, then like the next one's gonna be crude. Like, well why don't they why don't they also need to demonstrate their in-flight abort possibilities before taking astronauts. Is it because Boeing already does work for NASA? They have some preferential treatment. Very confusing. Very confusing. Ah, Wolfie! I'm trying to chop down trees very stupidly with my shears. Woof! We're still, yeah, we're still just two blocks off. We're, we're good. We're good on the, on the offset. We'll notice. We'll notice. Um, so yeah, that happened. That was cool. It happened very early in the day, so I didn't see it. Uh, I think it happened over the weekend too, so I wasn't even at home. Um, that was neat. That was neat. You know what else is neat? Uh, this this coronavirus. And no, no, it's not just somebody drinking cheap Mexican beer. This coronavirus from China that has started in China uh, made its way over to the United States. Be a one 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 infected case of somebody who had been visiting China, uh, and they ended up uh, right right near where I live. <laughs> so that's fun. That's great. Although I mean, it's not specifically, supposedly, a threat to the greater population because I I think well, I was reading the version that this person had was a version of the virus before. It's now it's in China at least it's able to pass between human to human, um, whereas previously you had to come into contact with with wildlife or farms or, or food or something like that that had it. It's almost like it's like a 
uh, uh, SARS or or these other uh, sort of flu cold-like viruses that have uh, uh, surprised and cropped up in the past. So um, in China, I think like 400 people are confirmed to have it and like seven people have died, uh, which is no good, but that's still like a, not like a shut down the airports terrifying scenario just yes. Um, but I just thought it was very interesting that they're like, oh, they're in, they're in my county. Oh, great. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's wonderful. Uh, and I guess at certain airports now, they're, they're screening people coming from various locations um, for, for the symptoms. Yeah. That's not a thing that's causing me stress. It was just, I was just like, oh, hey. All the headlines are like, ooh, the first U.S. coronavirus found in Washington State. So I'm like, oh, okay, let's see. If oh, that's that's right by me. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderly wonderful. <laughs> ah, good times. I really don't need any more well, do I? Good times indeed. Just don't go outside. Well, I got you there. Always raining. It's raining all the time. Just don't go to poo poo points. Ah, <laughs> uh, whoop. Music. Uh, what else is new? Uh, not, not, not too much. Not too much indeed. Not, not too much at all. I'm still... I was telling my chat earlier, before I started recording, that I'm in a... I'm in a bit of a mood over this, uh... The accident, the, the car accident I got in, and it's nothing major, too. And that's honestly what makes it harder to deal with. Um, basically, I can't get a hold of the person who hit me, who is supposedly responsible for hitting me. Because I didn't hit anybody. It was a rear-end collision. Um, and my insurance has told me that I need to contact them uh, to... to, to get whatever payout to fix my car that I need, which is weird, but I also suppose that's Geico, because you don't really get an agent, you're just, that's why it's so cheap, just because it's just like, you're on your own. Um, so in trying to contact them, I can't, I'm just leaving messages, and why would they want to get in contact with me? They, if they, they don't want to pay me anything, they don't want to pay me anything at all, it's in their best interest to take money and not give money, despite the fact that that's what they're supposed to do, but that's how insurance works. And don't get me started on health insurance, because it works the same way. Um, so yeah, the damage is so small that it'll probably be less than my deductible, meaning that if I do use my insurance, 
then I'll just pay all of it anyway. And then using my insurance, I'll take a hit and have to pay more for insurance because it's a claim. Um, but so I want to use the other at-fault person's insurance to avoid using my deductible, but they don't want to. And they know that I'm not going to get a lawyer <laughs> because getting a lawyer is going to be like $3,000 just to have them answer the phone. Um, and I, I basically just need a, a rear bumper cover at, at at least. And those are, you know, I'm sure that's going to be like 500 bucks <laughs> or whatever with labor and stuff like that. And, and it's also, it's compounded by the fact that it's my fault because I'm not good at making phone calls. I hate making phone calls. And uh, specifically in situations where, like, I need to demand something of someone else. Like, that's a serious, super-duper phone anxiety, social anxiety scenario for me. So, um, just frustrated. Just a little frustrated is all. At myself and at them and at the situation. Um, it's just very... It's one of those things that's just hard for me to... I mean, some people are they're very good at this sort of thing, you know. They, they they get angry and they, they get what, what they want. Can I can I speak to your manager? You know, that type of person. <laughs> I am I am the exact opposite of that kind of person. Um, do I wish I was that kind of person? Probably not, because that type of person is probably not not as uh, nice in other situations as I like to think I am, and hopefully feel I am. But Ah, <sighs> sorry. Blah, 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 blah. I just vomit all this stuff out at the last minute as we're wrapping up the episode. <laughs> That's how it do. That's how it do. This is what happens. This is what happens when we start the episode with questions. And then I have like dead air at the end and I'm like, uh-oh, I need to talk about something. Blah, blah. <laughs> have have all of this this woe and 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 and, and disappointment in myself. But I'm not disappointed in you, my dear Farlanders, because you guys have been raising money for Paws Charity at farlanderbus.com and providing me with questions when you donate so that I don't have to resort to these internal monologues of woe and despair. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, thank you so much for watching. Happy times! Uh, this has been episode 768 of Farlands and Bust. My name is Kurt. <laughs> I will see you next time. Ah, <laughs> uh, point. <laughs>